And we're back. Our guest today is Dr. Jackie, who says that her family has come under tough times as her husband faces a serious addiction. Jackie, would you tell the audience and listeners at home a little bit about your situation? Sure thing, Sammy Jesse. You see, it all started on the 10th of November. My husband was doing fine before then, but then he went to the GameStop and came back with Fallout 4. Now, he can't get off his Xbox and plays it constantly. I'm worried because the last time he had a Fallout game, he logged over 150 hours on his character. I just, I just miss him so much. That sounds serious. Can you go into more about how this is affecting your life? Well, before... He ran a successful business and was working on becoming a published author. He took care of the house, but now he won't even get off the couch to feed the dogs. Oh, it gets worse. I used to think he drank too much beer, but now he won't even be bothered with that. I say to him, honey, would you like me to get you a nice cold beer and then take off my top and do a hula dance? He just stares at the screen and says, maybe after I get done with this mission I'm on. But the mission is just walking around a post-apocalyptic Boston looking for cool stuff that never ends. Well, I've got a special surprise, Jackie. Let's bring him out. It's your husband, Justin. Now, we couldn't get Justin off the couch and had to, in fact, build a portable Fallout 4 system for him to even be here. That's how bad the condition is, Justin. What would you like to say to the audience? Hold on, I just found Diamond City. It's a community of wastelanders that have repurposed Fenway Park into a makeshift town. What? Really? Let me see. Oh, God, now it's got Sammy Jesse, too! Damn you, Fallout 4! Is there no end to your addictive properties? It's funny you should mention addiction. My character is totally addicted to Psycho, which makes him an unstoppable killing machine, but right now I don't have any, so he's got some pretty heavy DTs. How is it even possible that he wrote this piece of stinker madness that we are doing right now? Well, that's some metaphysical bullshit. Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam, the sandwich man, and Jackie here with me. How are you guys? I'm too fat for my pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, too many sandos. True. Too many sandwiches. <laughs> I got ladies. a TV this week. <laughs> Just all the ladies in Radio Land. Sam loves a good foot long. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, though, lady. He's got a beard, so it's covering up the old double chinner. <laughs> yeah. No wobbly neck for this man. Hell, there might be five of them down there. (laughs) (laughs) The hair's getting thick. (laughs) (laughs) You never can tell. Uh, We got a big show. Let's uh, get right into it. Uh, First off, I want to start out with some news. Joel Hodgson of Mystery Science Theater 3000 fame started a Kickstarter last week to reboot Mystery Science Theater 3000, I think. And and then sell it through Shout Factory, I believe. And they're they're streaming business. A little bit more. Sure. He's asking for two million dollars. That's a lot. On the first day, one point one million dollars. That's a wow. Do you have an update for the story? It's funny you should ask. I do. Uh today, as of the fourteenth of November, it's up to one point six four million dollars. And they have twenty eight days left. 
to cash in. So if you want to uh, toss your hat into the new MST3K, you could just Google Kickstarter MST3K and you can do whatever you feel you should or should not. I hope it's not horribly disappointing. I have a feeling it's going to be horribly disappointing. I don't really understand the point. What's the problem with the riff tracks? I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I, I don't. And I feel like having seen Hodgson on the uh, Comedians in Cars with Coffee or whatever with Seinfeld, he's really a lot funnier at this stage doing observational comedy than he is probably riffing on movies. Yeah, pre- his, pre-written his, jokes. Yeah, his movie jokes i feel like i've i've seen the best of it Mm -hmm. and what i really appreciated was that this guy has a really interesting take on life and i think his best comedy might right now might just be doing comedy yeah yeah well we'll have to keep our finger on the pulse of that but uh got a couple user comments one from van diver of course regarding the taken three that uh you may recall we discussed and you asked very many times if anybody got taken and i said no however van diver has a, a rebuttal something was taken and taken three you know two hours of his time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the villain took advantage of the ex-wife also her life huh also i liked the movie he says <laughs> it was also good <laughs> liam neeson busted him up again i liked it We heard from our friend Ben Overseas from the JT Movie Podcast. He says, I've had a chance to catch up on some of the stinker madness I've missed during my year off. Man alive, it's good stuff. Over the course of the last couple days, I've particularly enjoyed the Roadhouse episode, which I think we all enjoyed. Uh, Sam's reference to peeling a Dalton cracked me up, and the very existence of a throat rip is hilarious. And then the Universal Soldier episode. All that man-ass. I mean, hot cross buns. <laughs> hot cross buns, man. <laughs> and ear gags. It's all great stuff, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So thank you very much, Ben. He also has a runner's blog yeah. that I've checked out this week, and um, there's a lot of mustaches in it, and he's got some crazy beard business. You know, the beardy business is like the hottest thing in the world right now. <laughs> oh? Everybody oh, is Mr. Beard? striking a beard. I am striking a beard for humanity. Oh? <laughs> No, you're doing no shave November. That's striking a beard for no humanity. How is, is he really, or is he just hasn't shaved since he got fallen? No, I <laughs> freaking well, yeah, that, that's a pretty good piece of it too. <laughs> Fuck shaving. Anyways, let's move on to streaming uh, twos and don'ts this week. Sam, I'm going to let you start off with the messenger on Amazon Prime. Jackie and I didn't have a chance to watch this one. Oh, you fucking missed oh, out. No, yeah, no, we're just going to table the messenger for you have to watch it. It'll be next week. We'll, no. we'll talk about do and don't because you. I need. We need to get a solid three do's on this thing. Oh well, that sucks. We're oh. just gonna have to talk more about other shit. Let's talk about Fallout Four because that's oh. what I'd rather be doing than no. watching okay. the Messenger. <laughs> At least the Fallout Four has some good music. That's yeah. True. No. Yeah. Stay tuned. Fred Williamson directs. All right. And uh, Cameron, uh, what's his face? Cameron Mitchell? Cameron Mitchell shows up. Oh, stinker stalwart. Now, here's the thing that you guys need to watch for next week is there's a scene where Cameron Mitchell plays like the chief of police in L.A. or something. Sure, why not? And I can't tell if it's his real hair or not. Oh, boy. It's super disheveled, and he's got these glasses that are never really writing. And the other cop looks sort of normal, but the next time you see him, I guess they're supposed to have stayed up late. And he's now wearing these giant glasses, and his hair is fucking everywhere. And they start yelling at each other, and they're just throwing papers and like this classic, like... 
this is my collar. Oh, you're out of your jurisdiction. I don't have jurisdiction. I'm a fed. But they have these glasses and wigs, and they just get more and more disheveled. Like, every time it cuts back. And I want to reenact that. I think that, you, that we should do that all right, scene. All right. Just good. with throwing papers around and wearing glasses and having wigs. All right. So well, ridiculous. As Sam mentioned, the movie is on Amazon Prime. So if you want to tune in before that. Uh... I was watching it with my roommate, Bert, and he was like, he has... He was not in on Senorita Justice. Oh, he had a rough time. Yeah, but even the you know the the stinker fan that's just getting their toes wet. Mm -hmm. Fred Williamson does not disappoint. He was like all in. Yeah, because it's just a bunch of ass smacking and shooting people. Yeah, and there's ladies naked every twenty minutes for no reason. Fred Williamson movie that doesn't have. Smacking ass and shooting people in He blows up cars with bullets throughout the whole thing. I love that. Love it. Okay. All right. The Messenger. Well, well, let's move on to one I watched today by myself. Don't sing it. Uh, The Five Venoms, also known as The Five Deadly Venoms. Deadly Venoms, Venoms, which I've seen. On Netflix. It's uh, Shaw Brothers. Continuing the Shaw Brothers run I'm on. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say, hey, go ahead. Wait, no, you have something to say, Jackie. I, I do. Mm-hmm. What song am I supposed to be singing for All Deadly Venom? All by yourself. Oh, I was, oh. I was going with Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> or like, yeah. Deadly Venom. Yeah, I was going to make up a song about penis snakes and spitting at you. There is a ninja who has one of his, uh, he his he's the snake. There's five yes. Deadly Venoms and they all uh, translate into essentially an animal. There's a toad who has iron skin, uh, the snake who has snake bite fingers, mm-hmm. um, the lizard who can climb walls, and uh, the scorpion who does a lot of legwork. Like, he latches onto people and then kicks them in the face, kind of, or <laughs> kicks other people in the face. Okay. He doesn't really... He's supposed to do that, but he doesn't really. And then, uh, last but not least, is a centipede who moves his hands so fast that it seems like he's got 100 hands. Yeah. I think this is three behind... Uh eastern hero heroes, heroes of, of the, the east, east and uh the five element ninjas hmm. i liked the five element ninjas better just because of the wire work at the end though i will say that the five deadly venoms does have a little bit more consistency as far as its pace hmm. okay so that's your big uh it's consistent more than not consistent because you know what i'm gonna say on this one i'm gonna say don't really you didn't like it i thought it was uh way too much dialogue about nothing like there's a court scene that doesn't make any fucking sense and goes nowhere and doesn't contribute anything to anything the kung fu is meh i mean it's bad kung fu because it's a shaw brothers movie but there's no ludicrous shit there's no it's just the snake guy pinching people constantly yeah, that's true and the uh, ha- fast hands and lots of cha cha ka, 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 cha 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 so if you like guys punching each other's arms for two hours that's what this is essentially and it then is shit yeah. loads of fucking dialogue so i didn't like it didn't like i thought it? it stunk and this has got a 7.3 this on is IMDb, one of the most so popular it's really popular and i'm not with it i i like heroes of the east a lot and i liked the uh Element Ninjas pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I liked uh, the uh, Fighting Avenger, or the, the the Avenging Eagle. Oh, yeah. I This one, I didn't hate it, but I do think it's overrated. Yeah. 7.3 is a little high. That's higher than 5 Element Ninjas, and 5 Element Ninjas is rad shit. So I just, even though it's a Shaw Brothers movie, and like, I just, there's nothing there for I, me to be like, oh, you should see this because there's a guy with snake bite hands well that's in every fucking movie this is one of the ones that was uh better 
cinematography for their work. And I think that's one of the reasons It's all why interiors. It, yeah, but it looks really good. Does it? The Was color this? and the exposure of the film does. Well, it's shot in Shawscope. Shaw- <laughs> some of the Shawscope stuff, and it probably isn't their fault. It's just that the transfers never made it over good. But some of the Shaw Brothers VHS look like shit. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jackie? So I just have a general question. Mm-hmm. Was the snake bite guy, was he better than that one where the guy gets bit by the atomic snake in Nevada when they have the Jeep and then his whole arm turns into a snake? And oh, oh, curse to the bite. Yeah. Uh, no, he was not. The giant evil snake arm hand would kick this guy's ass. Mm. Yeah. yeah too, the, the whole fucking thing is so stupid. Like. How are we going to defeat these guys? Well, we'll have to team up because I'm the lizard and you're a guy that knows a little bit about him. So to defeat the snake, what they do is they both climb on the walls and grab his arms. That's how you kill him. He dies from having his arms grabbed. It's shit. I didn't like it. No. And actually, Boom. now that I think about it, isn't the um, the guillotine thing? Jimmy Wang Yu, that's a Shaw Brothers movie, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Where he has the so. guillotine. I like that one better, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the the Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah. yeah. That one's better, too. Yeah, so, anyways. I... Actually, Master of the Flying Guillotine's awesome. Yeah, it was okay. Well, it could have been because the music was like... Hot. Uh, fucking do Hoss shit. Yeah, it was like, it was like was craft workers. It wasn't yeah, craft work, but it was speaking, somebody like craft work. Speaking of Hoff, I do have a little bit of news I'd like to share. Oh, <laughs> I said do Hoss, but that's okay yeah, because Hoff is German loved. As <laughs> yeah, well. German loved. Good yes. Work. So David Hasselhoff has had his name officially changed, like legally, to the Hoff. You're kidding. Nope. No. That blows. It's only legal in one state, so oh. fuck him. What state? Who knows? State of stupid. <laughs> Because that's Alabama. Sucks, just, dude, don't be the internet, David Hasselhoff. Don't be the. He's maybe actually that's advice to everybody. Everybody, half of everybody in California has already changed their name to the dude. This is what my friends call me on the internet, so I'm gonna be that. No, fuck the internet. Fuck what people say on it. Don't be that. Just be David Hasselhoff. That's stupid. Which I guess if he was to then go, oh, well, that Justin guy from the internet said I should be David Hasselhoff. Then he's listening to the internet. Yeah. So fuck me. Right now you're hassling the Hoff. I'm <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm a Hoff. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be hassling him if he was at the front door and saying, you can call me the Hoff. You would think that was the best thing ever. And you'd be like, oh my I, God, I'm drinking beers with the Hoff. I would give him a high five to be drinking beers with him. I would not give him a high five because he's like, so what do you think of the name change? I'd be like, well, if I'm honest, it's fucking stupid. Do you yeah. think Anyways, he drinks beer? Uh, probably. We Did need to move on. you see him blow up the hamburger? Yeah. The guy sometimes gets way too drunk. Oh, that's true. We've got a big one here. Do we? Yeah. Uh, on Netflix as well, Gun Day. Oh, that's right. The, at one time, number one worst movie on the IMDb so 100 list. I found out why. Okay. Because people it has hate nothing Hollywood. to do with it being bad. No. So, the, but at the beginning of the movie, it says that like they're the third Indo-Pakistani war, uh-huh. which is actually, by Bangladesh, considered its war of independence. Uh-huh. And that they had more to do with it, and it wasn't a war really between India and Pakistan. That that was so offensive to their country that they got a petition, and they all went on the internet and graded it one star. That's so bad. So, and then IMDb did virtually nothing about it. They're like, "Well, it's only sixty-two thousand ones or whatever. It'll recover. I don't really care." Ugh. So ultimately, the movie is. On the bottom 100, but under false pretenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt, well, I think it's a bad movie. <laughs> it is a bad movie. Now, that's the problem that I have, because, like, thinking, oh, this is a bottom 100. 
I've seen some of the other ones, like where mm-hmm. the guy's killing somebody with a banana, and then they... Uh, Wait, you're the talking other Bollywood or other... Yeah, the 70s okay. Bollywood movies sure. are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones are better. Yeah, very far out, man. Yeah, they're very far out. <laughs> <laughs> you can get real high and trip some balls on that shit. Uh, at the same time, though, I just like... Everybody in, in the Bollywood sings and dances poorly. That was my uh, Airfriend Khan. Is that any good? Um, No. Airfriend no. Khan? No. He's no. in that movie, and he's in Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm going to catch them. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that one was a little better. Uh, yeah, Gun Day. Uh, they have a lot of matching outfits for the dudes. They, they sleep do. in the same bed, then they fall in love with the same woman, and they've been together since childhood, where the one kid almost gets raped. I think you need to back up. You're moving a little fast. Let's go back to the... Uh, the rape two du- No, these two dudes... Because that's what it's all about, is these two dudes. It's a buddy picture. Don't don't try yes. to church it up. It's a buddy pic. Uh, it's also the fourth gayest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> these guys are supposed to be buddies, but wow, are their on-screen antics very, very homoerotic. They're, they're looking longingly into each other's eyes a lot. Yeah. As Jackie mentioned, they sleep in the same bed. Definitely mention their pajamas. They have hearts on their butts pajamas. Their shirts are never fucking on. They're As, always halfway unbuttoned. If they're wearing a shirt. And they match. Yeah. These, and they're the, uh, crime lords of, uh, what, what city was this? Do you guys remember? They bounced back and forth. Oh, Calcutta. Calcutta. Yeah. Which is now Kolkata. What? Change his name. <laughs> cold cutter. With not cold cutter. <laughs> Would you like a cold cutter sandwich? <laughs> yep. They don't even eat sandwiches over there. They don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, pretty pretty homoerotic, but at the same time, this shit I thought was fucking awesome. It was amazingly entertaining. I am not all the way on board with it because I think it needed more of one of the things it was doing so poorly. Which was what? Any of them. Like, the dancing was awful. The da- yeah. The dancing yeah. was awful. It was all over the place on poorly done things. The fight scenes were the fucking fight scenes, ridiculous. If it would have had more wire work that mm-hmm. was just unbelievable, like comic book poses yeah. held for like 40 feet of flying, just, oh, that was amazing. You know, the I one thing. I could have done with a lot of that. You know what? The one thing it did uh, have plenty of. Two dudes running as slow fast motion. as they can. The slow motion. Constant running. Slow yeah, motion. Always running in slow motion, just like chomps. <laughs> just all the time. If if these guys were going someplace, they were running. Oh, boy. <laughs> they were. It was awesome. Well, it does usher in that eventually we'll just have to watch the Doom series now. Yeah, and Bang Which, Bang. I've heard good things about yeah. Bang Bang. But Doom you know, 3 overall, is supposed to be the one. Visually, I was entertained. Oh, it's this is one of the best looking awful movies I've ever seen. Yeah. So this thing made like, and it's a huge success, like eighteen million dollars. Oh. Is the currency transfer. Mm-hmm. That's a huge success. So these yeah. things can't cost very much. Money. Oh, I I bet not. But yeah, I mean, lots of crane shots and, and pretty sure the guy that they the threw under the railroad tracks died. Yeah. They're, oh my that god. Was a, that was a. The explosions no, that the everybody explosions. was running through. Yeah, that, there was some dangerous some fucking stunts. Explosions for the I don't most think part. so. There yeah. was there was men flying off motorcycles. Yeah, and there was some good stunts. Landing hard or on rocks and shit. Illegal in the United States stunts. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. But uh, entertaining all the all yeah. the same though. It was great. I I didn't even I I've been complaining about Bollywood. Like I can't get into Bollywood because it's two and a half fucking hours every goddamn time. This shit flew by. It I does. Uh, one of the reasons why, and with that one, it, why it's two and a half hours, 
I thought I was surprised that that did as well as it did because of how sparse the musical numbers were. Yeah. Because that's actually yeah, how they like, promote the films. Like four or five songs, maybe, for yeah. two and a half hours. They, For the most part, how they promote the films is the songs get play on the radio. Mm-hmm. And the film's quality really has very little to do with its success versus the popularity of the songs that are in the movie. I, I wonder, because of the songs, like, you know, we're listening or we're watching it in uh, the the States, so we're getting English subtitles, and so we can see the song lyrics, and all three of us are going, man, these song lyrics are really stupid. I wonder if people in India, in India like, hear the song lyrics and are like, yeah, or if they're like, hear it and also go, man, these song lyrics are stupid, but I like the song. Yeah, no, they like the song, and that's one of the, I ended up reading a lot about this after I, I uh, after we watched it, and just the whole process. And that sometimes they make the movie around the songs. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a great song. We've got this we've got a hit album here. Number one hottest jam of the summer. Yeah, we've got a hit album here. We need to now put a movie around yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> okay, so what about the subtitling, though? Did you read anything on that? Because it seemed like sometimes whoever they got, like Joe, the subtitler, really didn't know English that fluently. Yeah, or maybe he yeah. didn't know... Sure. Indian that fluently. You should watch more uh, Asian movies, Jackie. Yeah, yeah it was like well, I love you very much. That's I one love of the you very long. Other much. things that you can run into, especially with Japanese films, you get these languages that are so very different that you have to try to come up with the idea that they're trying to put across. There is no direct translation, yeah. and that 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 can be a problem sometimes. Mm. All your base are belong to us. Uh, I'm gonna give Gunday a fucking double do oh yeah it's a do oh yeah it's a definitely do i really enjoyed it i thought it was great i thought it was absolutely great hell of a fun time so it's my pick this week and uh we're gonna do a new game oh oh it's called the great superpower debate oh boy brown man is not a superpower so what are we gonna talk about about after the podcast yeah that's true (laughs) take away our on porch conversation here's the rules here's the rules so each week, whoever's pick it is chooses a superpower. And it, no, you're not creating your own superhero, not the brown man, not fucking Burrito King, and not the Master of Balance. A superpower. And uh, you have to be specific. Mastering I don't want any... balance. I don't want any, like... <laughs> I, I don't want any... I'm invincible. That's... No, too be specific. Too uh, inspecific, yeah. Uh, my skin is impervious to metal or something like that. And uh, each person... Or the, the superpower can't make it so that you're invulnerable. You still can have other things happen. Like, you can't just be, uh, you know, all-knowing so I can avoid danger. No, you have to have the same weaknesses you can currently have or you currently have in your existing life. Then there are two, so many to choose from. We debate its merits. If I was to choose a superpower, how would it affect me, Justin, me personally, not me the superhero you're you you would continue to live your life as who you currently are so what i mean is there's no f- tomfoolery or exaggeration like i would use that power to kill people well you're you don't kill people now so you're not going to use that you're you don't you guys don't kill people none of us kill people so you wouldn't be like oh i've got wolverine claws so i totally like kill guys with it that's but uh number three is there any crime repercussion if you're willing to chance it okay all right. Then the uh, final say is from the superpower bringer inner. So I would then say, well, I think of this about this the superpower. Last rule. The other two give a 1 to 10 score on uh, how awesome it is. Then the average is totaled, <laughs> and then it's stacked up to other superpowers. So my uh, mine this week is super hearing. 
Oh, good. Oh, I have one more one more oh, disclaimer. God damn it. Is that uh, you can only be as powerful in your power as in uh, like the most powerful guy that has that superpower. So like if you're going with super strength, you can only be as strong as the Hulk. You can't be stronger okay. than the Hulk. You have to have a defined level. So super hearing, you can either define it as Daredevil or... Superman? I think Superman has super hearing. Superman can hear everyone on Earth simultaneously. Oh, boy, that's pretty uh, super hearing. Depending on which writer, he's basically fucking God. Yeah, sure. Okay, but this is not all his other powers. This is only super hearing. Yeah, but his hearing, he can seriously listen to everyone on Earth simultaneously. Okay, and I don't want to have any bullshit about where where you're like, oh, well, that would make me a super awesome musician. No, you just have super good hearing. It doesn't make you artistic by any means, or like, I can... Feel the atoms. Uh, you can in my... definitely uh, eavesdrop on your boss. You could eavesdrop. So that's your superpower. That's the superpower now, I'm bringing in this. You're week. not. Do you have any other caveats with the super hearing? Uh, I I don't think so. So if I was to just stand next to you and clap loudly, you'd be deaf for the rest of your life. I uh, no, because I think that that pretty much eliminates being super hearing. <laughs> no, it's you could have ultra sensitive hearing. Which one loud noise, you didn't say that your eardrums are super strong. Let's say uh, you've got like a built-in compressor, and it shrinks uh, everything oh, to the same level. that's a caveat that you didn't come yeah, up with, well, deaf guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now yeah, you're, you're deaf. Already, you're the guy that can fly, and then you hit one bird, dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a, a good point, Sam. I think if you have super hearing and you, somebody claps next to you, that's pretty lame. Yeah. But I did say that it, would, it was Superman's super hearing, so if you clap next to Superman... Does he? Yeah, but that's that's a result of his other superpowers, not his hearing. Oh, touche. Yes. Touche. Okay, yeah, so you would go super deaf. Yep. So that's a weakness, for sure. Yep. You just couldn't tell anybody you could do that. No. But uh, actually, you probably shouldn't tell anybody you have super hearing anyway. You should just stay inside all the time. It's crippling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if... Uh, what if... You like dog were, whistles. It would uh, be it'd be maddening. You'd go completely. What insane. if you wear earplugs while you're walking around outside? That are shaped like hearing aids, so that people just think you've got really big hearing aids. If you can hear as good as Superman, you need to like have you need to cut your ears off. <laughs> if you don't have any of the others, yeah. But see, if he can hear everybody at the same exact time, then that means that he's hearing them all at the same volume. Again, his other superpower of super mental processing is able to filter that out. He's kind of a dumbass. Hearing, I don't think that's right at all. Well, he's a Boy Scout, but it doesn't mean he can't compute things rapidly. Oh, so he can fucking solve math equations? Yes, huh. he does quite it's a lot. Superman blows. If you whisper it to him from across <laughs> the room, he can. From Australia. <laughs> the square root of 45 is... <laughs> no, Jimmy, that's wrong. <laughs> All right, screw that. I take it back, Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil, you got a chance to not go deaf. Yeah, but then, I mean, the downside of this, though, is that you're going to hear, like, if you live in an apartment complex, you're going to hear everybody on every side of you taking a poo. Really? Yeah, that's true. Everything. Are gross. If you have super hearing, it would be one of those things that if you had nothing else that was your only superpower, it would drive you insane. I've got, uh, I've got a rebuttal. Now, what I think we should all do with this is... Try to make a living. Try to get rich. Use your superpowers for evil, essentially, but not for like. I mean, you if you're gonna use them for evil, you got to worry about the crime factor, like Jackie asked. Uh, what if you were to be the world's greatest poker player? Because you could tell basically when anybody was lying ever by heartbeat. their accelerated heartbeat and the unless they were good liars on their brow. 
Well, I guess if they can pass the lie detector test, then uh, they, they're a super good liar. But I don't think anybody that's playing poker professionally can pass the lie detector Maybe test. Maybe that's why they are good professionally at poker. I don't think so. They're good liars. That's I think what they they're just, doing. Then they, shouldn't, they wouldn't be wearing those stupid sunglasses on the fucking TV. Well, some of them wear it. Some of them don't. Yeah. Well, you beat the guys with the wearing I'd sunglasses. Say, let's sure. say you got super hearing... Safe cracker. That's what I've oh, got. Oh, safe cracker. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. But then, but then you got to risk crime. How are you going to get to the safe? You got to have guys with guns around yeah, you. No, See, it's, and no, I it's was a thinking shit deal. MI5 or FBI. Teach people how to crack safe. Yeah, but you have to get to where you can hear secret shit. And that's dicey. Like, oh, I could hear bad things that Al Qaeda is doing, but then you got to be close to Al Qaeda to hear them. And I don't want to have anything. I got to be in the Middle East. I'm out. No, you're damaged goods if that's your superpower. All right. Yeah. Give me a... Uh, you guys get to pick the uh, star score. I've given it a two. Two. Two out of ten each. That's an average of two out of ten. Super hearing is not good. It's kind of lame. Yeah. All right, Sam, what do you got on uh, Mac and Me this week? Mac and Me was made in 1988. This is when they were still putting mockbusters in the theater. The name Mac and Me is based on the working title for E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which was E.T. and Me. Ugh. Yep. Nice. Then they tried to copy the rest of the movie, and then they added a bunch of McDonald's and Coca-Cola so as to pay the bills. Recipe for success? It was not. Fun fact, the McDonald's that they used in the movie was the franchise training center in the city of industry. Oh. Yeah. Though a totally functional Which is facility. Which in California. I thought that was Detroit. No. No, city it's of in, industry between, is an actual... T- t- yeah, it's, it's in between LA and the LA Harbor. Everybody always thinks it's a metaphor for something. It's called the city of it's industry. It's called the city of industry, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a real place. Uh, though a totally functional facility, it never served one customer the many years it was opened. Hmm. Training and training alone, and I guess shooting... So where'd all the uh, hamburgers they, go? On TV. Oh. They used to shoot the commercials <laughs> there, too. Nice, and then just throw I, them in the trash. You know, they probably eat them, or somebody could eat them. Like, the one guy's like, well, I'm going to eat this, and everybody looks at him like, all right. You know that's been sitting in front of a camera for like well, he's just hours. made it, right? And he's like, I can't eat it? And they're like, no, you can eat it, but nobody else does. <laughs> it's like that <laughs> What do I do? And then you eat it anyway, because <laughs> you're really fucking hungry. Like, I don't care. And then like six other people eat the hamburgers, too. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. The film was helmed by Stuart Raffle. This will most likely not be Raffle's only appearance to the program. Did he win this directing job in a raffle? Oh, no. That joke sucks. Yes. Yes, it did, sir. <laughs> <laughs> after major success. $5! Direct a movie! The, after major successes with the Sea Gypsies and the Philadelphia Experiment, he directed such films as... The Ice Pirates. Oh, The Ice Pirates is great. Isn't the but back up a second. Isn't Yo. the Philadelphia experience meant the one with uh uh Lothlin? Uh, no, I was thinking of uh one with Paul Newman and uh somebody else good. Maybe I'm thinking of Dennis Quaid. I don't know. I know. Can we talk about sea gypsies? Because sea gypsies. My first thought was sea monkeys, and I'm thinking of like the sea gypsies. Yeah. Sea gypsies in this little tiny plastic container they give you, and then you just kind of shake them over the top, and you hope for a civilization. You hope that they don't stab you, and then try to sell you flowers. No, it's an adventure picture about sailboats. Oh, okay. Oh. Ice yeah. pirates. Ice pirates. Great film. Mannequin two oh, on boy. the move. That sucks. And this one that's. I, I'm, Ice Pirates is going to get an episode at some sure. point. Oh, it's awesome. Um, Tammy and the T-Rex oh, starring yeah. Denise Richards and Paul Walker when they were just like wet behind the ears, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think they might have been teenagers or early 20s. I think that's the bottom 100 or two. Yeah, that looks terrible. Uh, he also wrote Passenger 57. This film is... Which is not terrible. That shit's No, that shit's amazing, but he didn't direct it either. Yeah. Well, but he wrote the, oh, he's bet on black. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> 
See? This film is co-written by Steve Feek, who also All wrote material. When a Stranger Calls. You guys just watched. No, we so watched When a Stranger Calls. <laughs> well, you've seen When a Stranger Calls. Like, when I was a child. Yeah, well, fuck that guy then, I guess. Fuck He's him right up the... Uh, fecal. Yeah, fecal b- butthole. So the whole thing with this movie is that Paul Rudd continues to show a clip of the movie rather than anything he's in whenever he guests on Conan O'Brien. Paul Rudd is not in this movie. Nice. He just likes it. I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There are some other people in this movie that you might be surprised. Most of the principal cast, however, are day players. Christina Ebersole gets the official lead credit. She's in everything, and she's still in everything. Laura Waterbury gets into the act. She's the -the across-the-street neighbor and better off dead. Mm -hmm. Savage Steve Holland. The man was a genius. Sure. the cat. Squire Friedel was like the seventh Ronald McDonald. They will reprise his role of Ronald McDonald in this film. The other six didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Including, they, uh, we just talked oh, about Oh, yeah. They probably asked Willard Scott, and Willard Scott tried to choke him to death with burger buddies. Then he screamed, long live the king, while taking his pants off in order to make sex to them. That's... Then he went back to the NBC studios and read the birthdays. <laughs> Perhaps the only thing this film does right is the casting of Jade Caligari, who is the me in Mac and Me. He really does have spina bifida and and lives in a wheelchair. Hmm. Sorry to hear that. The alien? (sighs) Yes. Yep. It's a real alien. He came down here and started a movie. Yeah. Now he needs to meet E.T. to cure his business. Oh, boy. Bud Eakins is in this movie. Remember when uh, Steve McQueen jumped the motorcycle over the fence in The Great Estate? I Escape? do. Yeah. No, you don't. You remember when Bud Eakins did it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> the tagline from this film is, out of this world and into your heart. It probably should have been out of the toilet and back into your butt. <laughs> <laughs> the film made $6 million against an unreported budget. Uh-oh. Unreported. It is said to be a colossal flop, and they had set up a profit sharing with the Ronald McDonald house. So this movie may have made orphans' lives worse. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, keep an eye out for Jennifer Aniston is in this movie. Of course. Yes. Sure. She was in all the shitty movies. Buck Flower, Nikki Cox, Andrew Devoff, and Vinny Torrente. Who's Vinny Torrente? It's all about family. That's Dominic Toretto. You'll recognize <laughs> him as he's in all the mob movies, and so is uh, Davoff. Gotcha. Well, I think the movie is still streaming on YouTube. They it fluctuates like it's it gets on there and then it gets kicked off, but nobody's selling good copies of the DVD. So I don't know what's going on with that, but we got a copy from YouTube. So uh, check it out. In the meantime, uh, get to the alien spaceship. I don't know if there is a spaceship in this movie. He just falls from the sky. I think he comes out of somebody's butt. So he's a poop monster. Jobs. No, no, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, that's I don't think he that's is. ghoulies. Yeah, very guesses on whether he's actually a monster bud. Uh, I think I totally think he's a monster bud. Okay. We'll yeah. See. So, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.